What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. This is Kevin, Nick, James, and Tim. We are the Salty Nova Company podcast. Say what's up, fellas. Hey. What's up? What it do? Okay, look. So everybody at the table except for me and Nick have kids, right? And I think that is exciting when you're choosing a kid's name. It's kind of fun. You can be unique. But I saw this uh, this one out of New York. It was in uh, NewYorkPost.com put it out. An Australian reporter named her kid the craziest name possible, and it stirred up so much controversy. It is a trending topic on the show. Fellas, okay. what do you think she named her kid? Pickle. Mm, not even close. <laughs> Dingo. Good, but no, n- n- not at all. I, I would not even have a... I can't okay. guess. I have no idea. Wallaby. No. <laughs> she named her kid Methamphetamine Rules. <laughs> There's no way that the hospital staff allowed that. That's, a, that's child abuse. They did. Bro. They did. Well, they didn't. So technically, I guess over there, I don't want to miss, I don't, I don't want to misspeak for Australia, but over there you can do it like online prior to giving birth. So the she's a reporter, so she logged on to the website, whatever that whatever that is over there, and she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna like go through the process of naming, I guess, pre naming my child now." And she wanted to get it like gain a metric to find out like how crazy you could be, you know, because sometimes even like certain websites will kick your email back if it thinks it's a little whatever. So she goes on to the website and she's like, "All right, I'm gonna see how." Crazy, I can make it. So she typed in meth, uh, methamphetamine rules, enter, and immediately they were like, absolutely, you're good to go. Here's a birth certificate, golden. So now she has to go through the legal process to change her child's name from methamphetamine rules to whatever normal name I, <laughs> she's naming. This, this is Abigail. Cost her a lot of money, too, because that was dumb. It was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So she, of course, she's a journalist. Of course, she gets interviewed and... You know, everyone's like, why did you do that? Even during uh, her giving birth, the hospital sees it and the nurses and doctors were giving her like a hard time about it. She's like, I promise, like it was an accident. I would never name my child methamphetamine rules. Except for you did. But you did. (laughs) And so uh, she went on television and said like, hey, it was literally just, it was a screw up. It's my stupidity. Um, It is funny, but I would never name my kid methamphetamine rules. Watch that kid grow up to be like a mumble rapper. Could you imagine if she grew up to be, I don't want to like jinx her, but could you imagine she grows up to be like, uh, like addicted to meth? And when they're interviewing her, like on the like the TikTok lives or where where they're interviewing people from the streets, mm-hmm. and they're like, "How did you become like a you know? How did you become a meth head?" Well, my mom named me methamphetamine rules, so it was in my in my fate. Oh man, that's <laughs> terrible. It's awful. Bless her heart. So Oops. Thought, <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> do that. Ugh. Don't. The other thing that's trending right now is in sync. Is rumored to be doing a reunion. Oh yeah, and after tickets. after how many years now? What is it like a decade or some oh, something like that? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say more than that. Yeah. I don't mind if the world's oh, actually, that's actually the wrong song. My bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. That's the wrong song. Blooper. So they 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 said they were gonna do the reunion, and then of course I think it's kind of funny. Uh, remember back. Remember back in the day when like you could only be a 98 degrees fan or a, a Backstreet Boys fan or NSYNC fan? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So real quick before I dive into the rest of it, hot take, which one were you, Tim? Were you NSYNC or Backstreet? Uh, backstreet. Okay. James? Same Backstreet. You are yep. my fire. 
do it, dude. Keep just keep it going over there. I man. can't. I think I you just he, he just converted me to Backstreet with that. <laughs> and Nick, what about you? Which one? I'd, I'd have to say Backstreet. I think only because my neighbors liked them and I hung out with them a lot. They were a little bit older than me, but yeah. I didn't. I don't know. And I, I just felt, took I after felt like them. In Sync was the like the the loser of the of the two groups, and Ninety Eight Degrees just came in later. And like, yeah, and yeah. they just they kind of like fumbled into it. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I like they I were. They're more pop punky, I feel like, yeah, than like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. I didn't hear about 98 Degrees until the the movie. It was a Disney Disney Channel original movie, and it was, um, I think, Smart House. Okay. And they were like watching 98 Degrees on the oh. TV and had like a 98 Degrees concert. Well, and that's the first time I had heard of them, and I was like, I don't the like reason, these guys. Because the reason I bring them up is they're beefing. Because I guess 98 Degrees has been on tour. Doing their like 20, 25 year really? reunion tour. Yeah, no one knew. Thanks, yeah. Tim. Like, no one knew. Yeah. I didn't know they were on tour. So they're upset because they feel that, yeah, they feel that NSYNC has stolen their like mojo, stolen their moment in the limelight um, for announcing they're going to be coming back on a brand new reunion tour, what have you. And you know what, 98 Degrees? They sure did. And they're going to blow you They're going to do water. it. So, oh, absolutely. So I, they were riding their coattails throughout yeah. the 90s and 2000s. And then all of a sudden now in like the 2020s, they're, they're riding the coattails again. That's right. They have a new song out, which is what I just played accidentally. But it's on the new Troll 3 movie. Uh, it sounds exactly what you would think NSYNC would sound like in 1999. <laughs> Yep. It sounds exactly like it. Yep. Pretty much. Well, and the, here's the thing about it. Like, I was a, a Backstreet Boys fan if I had to be a fan of them then. Mm-hmm. But after all of that, I was more of an NSYNC fan than I was a Backstreet Boys fan. Mm-hmm. And now, with this coming out, like, I would probably go see them. Oh, I, yeah. And, and, and I, it hurts you to can't say t- it. hurts to you, say it. You can't tell me this, this song right here I want to play is still not a banger. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, of course. I'm still gonna sing it. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad you're recording yourself because that was beautiful. Oh, what's going on? Yep. I love it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't really care for any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Says that now, but that's gonna be his guilty pleasure tomorrow. It it will be. be. I hope it is. I'd be more cultured after that. But yeah, he will so. be. He'd I mean, be my wife car just jamming, bumps yeah. it, and, and she will she'll oh, okay. be up there just blasting every note, windows down, hair floating in the wind, all that, but. <laughs> I just sit there and kind of grin at her and like, yeah, yeah I'm glad you're having fun. But um, you have a CD player in your car? I do. I'm gonna get an NSYNC CD and just and rock it out. No, I'm gonna put it in his his CD player and I'm gonna jam it in there so he can't <laughs> get it out. So every time it starts his car, it's just gonna start playing. I'm, I'm whatever. <laughs> I guess since all of all, I guess everybody from the '90s is coming back. If you like really shitty movies. Uh, the Britney Spears movie Crossroads will be coming back to movie theaters after 21 years. So mm. if you didn't watch the shitty movie 21 years ago, you can do it now for probably a way higher fee What's than what movie? you watched. What's Crossroads. Uh, a woman finding herself. Is this like a Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants sort of thing? <laughs> I think that I, I have no idea. I've never read the plot. I, it, I think it literally is like a girl moving across country to find herself. It's like an old old movie. 20 yeah, years it came out. Like, it was twenty one years ago. So, so, so pre bald Britney, pre bald Britney, uh, pre recent. I <laughs> was like 07, wasn't it? Uh, no, she. I mean, no, two thousand two. Oh, um, what? Really? Yeah. So, oh, that's th- the movie. Okay. Yeah, three childhood best friends and a guy they just met take a road trip across the country, finding themselves and their friendship in the process. Yeah, it was looked it, that up. Starring it's a, Britney it's Spears a, and Melissa Joan Hart. It's a 3.6 out of 10 by Rotten Tomatoes, which means it sucks. Oh, yes. I mean, I don't listen to anything Rotten Tomatoes says anyways. 
they usually give the best movies the worst reviews. Mm, yeah. So if, if you'd like Cocaine shit, Bear got like a four. Well, it's Cocaine <laughs> Bear. <laughs> Did you see Cocaine Bear? No, not yet. I'm waiting for you guys. All right, let's get together and watch it. We, we'll talk about it. We'll okay. talk about it on the podcast. I'm, 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 I'm not doing anything tomorrow night. I'm just saying. Well, that is my that is my trending. Nick, do you have trending topics for me? This is the first time I've, Nick is bringing something, some churning topics to the table. It's the first time Nick has contributed to the podcast. <laughs> hey, do <laughs> it, Nick. I've got a very, uh, this is an odd trending topic, but I came across the story today just randomly scrolling through my phone. It involves a dog and some crocodiles. Okay. It's not what you think, though. So there's a province in India. There's this dog, this, I don't know, couple-year-old puppy, whatever. And <laughs> apparently it's being chased by a pack of feral dogs across town, whatever. And this dog tries to escape the pack of dogs by jumping in the river. Well, this river is laden with crocodiles. And these crocodiles are apparently up to 18 feet long and like 1,000 pounds, like big-ass crocodiles. Damn. So you think a dog jumping in the river would just be a free meal. Well, apparently three crocodiles swim up to this dog, and they're all just right there around it within biting range. And they don't eat the dog, but instead they push it with their nose and kind of nudge it in the right direction across to the other bank away from the dogs. Hmm. And you're like, how does this happen? You know why? It's because they saw that video of that guy jumping in the water after his dog, and they're like, uh-huh. we're not about to mess with it. Yeah, they're about that life. <laughs> no, we ain't going to get shot because, you know, some dog jumped in the river. We're going to help him across the river. They were they must have been transplants from Florida or something. Like, I don't know how they got that idea of dogs. but So these crocodiles help the dog across the river. They nudge him to safety. This mm-hmm. dog makes an escape or whatever. And the whole article I read, and I read like a, I don't know, 200-word article, so don't get me too riled up in this, but... They're talking about animal and cross-species empathy and how that's a possibility. No, but is. that yeah. there is so much little data from like crocodile brains, reptile brain studies in general that it's different because they study dogs, they study cats, they study you know primates and apes and stuff like that all the time, but they don't really have anything on reptiles. Sure. So I thought it was interesting. So I like it. It, it was a trending <laughs> recent story somewhere in India, and uh, I guess it's called the Savitri River. So look it up. It was on CBS. Okay, that's it, cool. It was a cool story. I like that. Dude. It makes thought, sense. I share. You don't typically hear about crocodiles like having, or excuse me, reptiles like having emotion. Typically, when uh-huh. we look at uh, reptiles, we're just thinking that they're just killers. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. think about how often crocodiles actually eat. It's not every day. It's not even every week. Like they go, like snakes do. They go a couple weeks even without eating. But when they eat or have opportunistic feeding, they just take advantage of it. Sure. You know what? But for it, them to not eat a dog. That's just swimming in the, in the river. <clears throat> I thought about it. I got it's true. it. This is this was their intention behind it. They said, "There's a pack of dogs chasing that dog. Let's move this dog to the other side of the river, so those other dogs jump in a river, and we got ourselves a meal, you boys. Know that, some we got that. a buffet. That's some, that's some orca thinking right there. Yeah, yeah that, that is. That is. Yep. <laughs> yep. Them pea brains are getting to work, man. That's true. That's a good one. Nick, look at you, dude. You were kind of doubting yourself. That was a good one. Contribution. Uh, mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Good job, dude. I had a. There was a. Kind of like piggyback on your dog story. This one's kind of a badass story, though. There was this dog. I think I saw this maybe on Instagram. There was this dog. His name is Casper. And uh, I, th- I don't remember what kind of... I, I think like it was a great... up for a joke. No. <laughs> I think he is, yeah. He was, he's a great Pyrenees. And so it was, it was a pair of great Pyrenees. And they were, like, supposed to be guarding these goats. And so the owner heard, like, all this ruckus and something outside. And he went outside and... The goats were cornered in the pen, and the two great Pyrenees were guarding the goats from a pack of coyotes. Oh, yeah. Like a massive pack of coyotes. And so, you know, they got in a tussle, whatever. Um, they scared off most of the coyotes. They killed a couple of them, whatever. 
but his sister, the other dog, kind of got beat up pretty bad in the process, and one of the goats got nicked pretty good too. And so Casper chases these coyotes, like the remaining like six coyotes off into the woods or something like that. And he went missing for four days. And they kind of presumed that Casper was dead. They thought that he got injured, walked out in the woods, and died. This dog came back four days later, missing his tail, and scraped up a bunch. What he did is he went out into the woods and hunted down the remaining six coyotes. Because when they went out looking for him, they were finding dead dead coyotes all over the place with dog bites on their necks. He went out and hunted down these coyotes and then came back and was like, yeah, just let me get some medical attention real quick. Just went out and cut all these coyotes, hunted them all down. That's like, awesome. Boss. He's like, yeah, we have no problem. See, why can't that be here. a movie? You know? Yeah. Casper, the coyote hunter. <laughs> <laughs> he survived, and uh, he's now he's now an inside dog. It's I think oh, he's, yeah. he's too powerful he to be right. let out the house yeah, at this he, point. He, he turned into John right. Wick. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't a trending topic. But I had a that was like something I saw. Um, I guess one of the trending topics I have right now is. I don't know if you guys have seen, but back in, I think this was 2020, this man in Hickory drove off of a bridge that was like, it had collapsed back in like 2013 or something like that. Drove off of this bridge because Google Maps had told him to. It had what basically, idiot. well, let me, let me, let me get there. It had routed him off of this bridge. It was in the middle of the night, so he couldn't see. So he ends up driving off this bridge. He died. So his family is now suing Google Maps because, uh-huh. you know, they had wrote to Google Maps several times about this bridge that had collapsed, but it was still popping up with Google Maps as a road that you can access. And they started, they tried talking to everybody. They tried talking to the city. They tried talking to the landowners. They tried talking to Google Maps, but nobody did anything about it until he went over the bridge and, and died. Um, however, it brought back the idea I don't know if you guys, you guys remember the office. Oh yeah. When yeah. Michael Scott's like, I got to do what Google mm. Maps says. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. how do you not realize that you're about to drive off of a piece of road that's been abandoned for a while? I mean, there's, you can see the pictures of it. There's like bushes and trees overgrowing yeah. on the road. Like how you not just driving your car and like, Hmm, I'm hitting bushes and trees. Maybe I should stop. I don't get it. But in Google Maps, <clears throat> I will be the first to say is 100% not at fault here. He's an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I hate, I, I feel bad. Like the family and the guy that he obviously died, but like you're an idiot. Yeah. Like it, it says, okay, so <laughs> Kevin's laughing at me, but this is like real talk here. You're going to just turn when they say turn. Like you're, you're you know how they say, oh, if your best friend jumps off a cliff, you're going to follow him. It's like just because the map says there was a road there. There are some clear signs, like maybe yeah. whatever. I don't know what it looks like. I don't want to jump to spec. Whatever. I'm, I'm sure a giant missing bridge. <clears throat> but here's the thing. I'm going to get to this. Have any of you ever seen a bridge that was collapsed? I mean, like um, in in your life, in real life, maybe, like maybe once, maybe. Mm-hmm. And was it pretty clearly marked, or was there like a dead end or nothing? There? It wasn't clearly marked, but rolling up on it, you're not you helping my like, case yeah, here, James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I'm trying to say it, it's pretty rare that any anyone's ever witnessed an actual bridge that was collapsed or a bridge out or whatever, and there yeah. wasn't some kind of cones or warning signs or anything like that or tape, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be pretty dumb to drive off a bridge. True. 
<laughs> and I, I mean, to to their defense, zero empathy. To, zero, to yeah. their defense, I mean, like they did contact like the city and the landowners, and nobody marked it, like saying that this was closed. I mean, major so you're sure. telling me before he jumped off this bridge with his car, they contacted the city, the landowners, the Google Maps, everybody, saying, "Hey, this is wrong." The entire area did. So the whole. Freaking family knew about this, and, and the guy the, still drove off I mean, the bridge. I get, I get where you're going for. You were saying that the whole the whole county, everyone complained about this bridge, but he's the only dude who had no idea, didn't check any news reports, and was like, "Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to drive over that bridge." I don't want to sound insensitive, okay? Because you it, do it's tragic. sound insensitive. It's tragic. I'm not. I'm not I mean, saying that it's not up. a tragedy. It's someone driving off a bridge that should be there. I get it. It's, yeah. it's messed up, but there are. If you're not paying attention to the road in front of you, you're clearly not a safe driver. You can't be completely faultless in this situation, sure. and you can't blame someone else for this situation if you're not paying attention to the road yeah. in front of you. Yeah, that's true. I'll leave it at that. Okay, that's that's a good opinion. I'm still on my soapbox. Ain't got off it yet. How about you, Tim? Nah, you I don't have, have any trending topics. No trendings. Nah. Okay. Well, we don't have any trending topics for you. I think we're done with the trending topics. I have a surprise for you guys. Okay. So the other day after we had finished our podcast, I thought of a cool little segment to kind of drop. And this is kind of inspired by, um, oh gosh, it's a show that was on TV a while ago. And basically there, it was like, you know, they would tell you a story. It could either be true or fake. They wouldn't tell you if it was either until the end of the episode, you kind of had to guess what it was. So my new segment is called did that really happen? It's time for. Did that really happen? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you guys a story. And what you have to do is tell me what you think, if it's true or it's fake. Okay. Okay. I'm down. All right. So here's the story. President Lyndon B. Johnson conducted White House meetings while he was on the toilet. The former president had a telephone installed in his personal bathroom and also the other bathrooms in the White House so that he could take or make calls while using the restroom. He conducted meetings of all sorts with his aides while sitting on the toilet, all because of his insistence of conducting business while doing his business and keeping <laughs> conversations fluent. While the president did consider his odd and unconventional methods productive, Many of his aides had a hard time listening or speaking to him due to the many disturbing and often loud restroom noises. He also not only would hold telephone meetings, but also in-person meetings with several of his aides while he sat on the toilet or showered. So what do you guys think? Is that true or false? Uh, Okay. It's so outlandish. It has to be true. Like where, like, did you just make this up for the single drop? I I, I just don't think you did. This is, James did not write this. This, this absolutely was a true story. Yeah. I, I I can see it happening. Why not? All it's right. the president, for God's sake. He's got to have a phone in the bathroom. All right, Kevin. Hmm. See, I, I I go the first part. That's like okay. That's that's possible. Is the phone in the bathroom? Because I've heard like I get that. The second part is holding meetings inside the bathroom is kind of fishy. So is it all or nothing or is it like partial? No, I think it's going to be all or nothing, right? It's going to be all or nothing. Yeah. It's either going to be a completely made up story or it could be. Like, I just think it's crazy to you think guys, that like you would literally have like, if, if, if president, you know, our current president, whatever called me over to the white house and said, Hey, I need to talk with you. And then like opens the bathroom door and he's sitting on the toilet. Like, I don't, I don't really think I want to conduct business that way. 
Well, also but it's also what, Lyndon B. What, Johnson. What, what president number was he? See, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. When were the that, phone lines? And if it was like Howard Taft, we would all be like, yeah, that, that dude wasn't moving very much. <laughs> like He probably had yeah. a phone everywhere. But see, I don't remember what president he was. All right. I'm going. I'm just going to go all in. And say it was in the 40s, or it was in the 40s, I think. 40s, 50s, somewhere in there, right? Yeah, like late 40s, early 50s. So there were definitely phones. He had a, yeah, bat, he had a bat phone in the toilet, man. I'm well, you. that would be correct because Lyndon B. Johnson uh, was vice president and then took when JFK was assassinated. Is that correct? It is true, yeah. Is, okay, yeah. so yeah, phones were out 60s, for sure. Yeah. So that was 60s, yeah. My bad. Wrong You're good. decade. You're good. Either way, phones were a thing. All right, so what's I'm the going, consensus? I'm going all in with true. I'm going all in with true. You guys are all going in all in on true. Correct. What's Final answers. What's the verdict? All right. This story is true. Oh. President Johnson exhibited unorthodox and flamboyant behavior during his presidency, <laughs> and this included meetings held in the bathroom. The phones were removed shortly after his presidency. Congratulations, guys. Good turnout for the very first. Did that really happen? Very cool. I was actually nervous. I was like, I'm going all in on <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so that's kind of what did that really happen is going to be about. It's going to be a completely true story. It's going to be completely falsified. A complete bull. I like okay. it. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. There right, are so job. many stories you could pull from like AI. No. Just like it sounds so oh, I have believable. Tons, yeah. It's so believable, even though it's complete BS. Mm-hmm. I have tons. I can't wait for this segment. I like it. <laughs> Good job, dude. Let's Thanks. see. Let's see what our hot take is. It's now time to take a side. It's hot takes. Okay, we love hot takes. I think everybody does, and of course, based on our Instagram polls, people do too. But this one's a little bit different because we've not done this yet before. So, the last I would say like last two weeks. Um, I have been scrolling through the live on TikTok, watching some lives, and I'll be honest, I've seen some pretty strange stuff. I've also seen some really boring stuff, and it's kind of impressive what people do to entertain people on TikTok. So anyway, I'm scrolling uh, scrolling through, and I see, you know, it, it, usually what I'm seeing is like a dude playing guitar, begging for like a buck on Venmo. The next one could be just like a person staring at their phone, not talking to anybody on the live. The next one could be someone making like pottery. This is kind of like what I'm seeing. So I'm scrolling through TikTok live and I come across this lady who, uh, who is sitting at like a, her dinner table and she's putting together a puzzle. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is like, this is pretty harmless. Like, uh, but anyway, I'm listening to the, I usually listen to the background of all the videos and I try to put out positive vibes. So if I hear like a really cool song, I'll like comment like it could be any disturbed stain, whatever. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, love the song. And so I hear this song playing. And so I immediately are like, Hey, out of curiosity, what are you listening to? And she was like the title and the, the name of the artist. And she said, the song is it's a, it's a relaxation song. And it, you put it on when you're trying to relax or go to sleep. And I commented, I'll be honest with you. It literally sounds like something from like Saul three. So I want to play you the song that she had playing, but I want you to do what she told me to do. I want you to close your eyes and try to relax, but I need you to answer honestly. A, you feel relaxed, or B, you feel like I did. You feel like you're being chased through a haunted corn maze, getting ready to be like brutally murdered. Okay, so here we go. I want the guys to close their eyes close and uh, get to get, try, try to tell me if you can relax. I'm going to play the first opening and then I'll play the, uh, the where the music kicks in. Here we go. Just take a nice breath in. Exhale that breath. Just allow yourself now 
to relax more and more. Because the nicest thing about hypnosis is that wonderful feeling of physical and mental relaxation that can now spread throughout your entire body. Okay, so that's the intro. Stay there, don't answer yet. And then here's where it kicks in. Okay, what's the verdict? A, you felt relaxed, or B, you felt like you were in like the new Saul movie? I'll go first. I'm going to say B, it sounds like I'm being chased by Jason Voorhees in the uh-huh. future. It's, uh-huh. like, it's like a future dystopian Jason Voorhees slasher movie. That's mm-hmm. what it feels like I'm in right there. I was scared to close my eyes because <laughs> I thought something was going to jump out of the refrigerator behind me yeah, and like just start to kill me. That was, no, that was... That'd be terrifying. <laughs> no. If, if if it was dark upstairs, all of a sudden I started playing, I would, yeah, I'd, hell no. This just reminds me of college parties. <laughs> the music? Closing your eyes. I feel like you missed an opportunity. <laughs> you, missed a, <laughs> you missed a golden opportunity to record all of us and you're like idiots. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I told you you should have friends on. That oh, would have been hilarious. Man. So huge shout out to... Uh, I don't think she wants me to mention her names. That's fine. Um, huge shout out to her for giving me the song title and stuff, and 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 playing along with this. So I so um, I think it it's a pretty cool. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it doesn't sound when I think of relaxation music. I think of like oceans, birds, like thunderstorms, rain, some sort of white noise or something. Like that. Yeah, I don't think of someone being like, okay, now close your eyes. <laughs> I want you to just count to th- like. It's just it for to me is really freaky. It, not listen here, Jason start- Statham. You. You can calm down over Close there. Your eyes. The whole, yeah, I'm just gonna do the whole. Sh- I'll do the whole show this way. <laughs> okay. Okay. Close your we'll do, eyes. We'll do every, British we'll do or Australian. Hot takes. Yeah, we'll do all the hot takes like this. Who's the epinephrine? <laughs> <laughs> so I think we all we all agreed we were not relaxed. We were scared shitless. I almost fell asleep. I mean, they if they didn't lead with the horror stinger on the very that's first it, note, that's pretty much what it sounds like to you, right out right out of the gate. That's a horror mm-hmm. stinger. That's a mixcraft. That, that sounds like someone's about to murder you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if it, yeah, if it was you, a female voice, it would have been much more inviting to the relaxation side. Yeah, That's so all I'm saying. Like, Prepare to relax. Yeah. That does not nope. sound relaxing. Nope, nope. not at all. Yeah. Ugh. Well. Give me chills. I hope she's actually. not a serial killer. You what? I hope the person from the, the TikTok, TikTok live yeah. ladies knows. No, she no. Was she was putting puzzles together. I feel like that doesn't really fit the bill. Ah, yeah, she was or nice. does it? She was nice, or does it? Absolutely. Mm. When's the last time you did a puzzle? A puzzle. <laughs> so, so Kevin, what it sounds like to me? Remember, when I was putting together the stingers for the um, the sleuth culture podcast that we were yeah. going to do. That was probably one of the the stingers I had gone through. I was like, hmm, that's a little too scary, a little too dark. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad you guys like that one. We're going to play a quick game before we dive into the main topic. You guys want to play a game? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I've titled this. Do you know these bangers? I thought you were going to leave with, do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? So here's what I got. I got eight songs. Yeah, I got eight songs. I got eight songs queued up. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to play. There's like, I don't know, seven or eight seconds of each one. Um, We're going to play the song. You are going to tell me if you know the song. Like, yeah, definitely know the song. I've heard it. And number two is 
if you can guess who it is. So you'll get more points if you're like, yep, I know who this person is, and you get it correct. If you shout your name out and you do not have the correct answer, the correct answer we taking that point away. Where's our buzzers? I thought we were supposed to have buzzers. For no, this. you didn't order them. So uh, you only have to <laughs> shout your name out <laughs> if you know the song. You don't have to know the words. No, no. That's coming later on another episode where we do guess the lyrics. For this one, I I'm like going to play it. Too. All you got to do is just, hey, I definitely have heard the song before, and this is Maroon 5. That's all you got to do. Okay. All right. What's your yep. Wi-Fi password? Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> doing, doing my bank account. Uh, you know, I use bait, you know, BB&T. You know no, that? I just need your social. That's it. Uh, BB&T. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay, Let's play this game. All right, here we go. So uh, tell me if you know the song and if you can guess who it is. You guys ready? Yep. Here we go. James. Cindy Lauper, take my breath away. Absolutely not. Fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> redacted. I mean, I definitely know the song. Okay. I just don't have no idea. It's the it only song they play in Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, Cindy Lauper. It was not I could have sworn it was Cindy Lauper. No, I'm Lopper. with you there. Well, you're Three. Welcome. I think Kevin's wrong. Two. One. Yeah. Berlin. 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 Oh, damn. I knew that. It's okay. That's and a I test run. That's a test run. Now, now you're getting it. Now you're getting it. Anybody who's seen Top Gun yeah. knows, that, knows that song. Yeah, that's like where they're they're doing the bow chicka like, wow. No, it's anytime Tom Cruise and what's her name are in a scene together. It's like bow now now Every bow, yeah, everyone. Yep. It's like oh my god. Okay, here we go. This one's much easier. I'm, this is much easier. Here we go. I mean, I know the song, but I know the like song Phil too. Collins. I have no idea. The Police. No. Bill Collins. I think it's Sting. Oh, good guess. I'm pretty sure it's Sting. Going once. Anybody else? Peter Gabriel. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who? Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. Well, okay, what's his stage name? Our parents are hating <laughs> us right now. We should know all this. This is yeah. this You're is gonna get this one. You're gonna get this one so so fast. Tim. Um, it's Steven Tyler, but Aerosmith and Walk This Way. And who are they with? Because they're they're with someone. Oh, I got it. I don't got it. Listen to the back. Beat. I know it is. I know it is. It's still James. on Tim. It's still on Tim. Okay. Five. No, I four. I don't know. You can give it to James. You said you knew, right, Nick? I think there was a remix. That is a remix. Run DMC. That's oh, it. Dang it. That's it. Go. Oh, Good nice. job. Oh, I wanted Says it so the bad. youngest guy at the table. Boom. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good job, nice. dude. Good job. Okay. We're gonna Fudge. get we're gonna get harder. Here we go. Yes, I've heard it. Um, no idea what it's called. No idea who sings it. I, this is... I suck at this guy. I've heard well, it, too. So within, it's not food, so you're not going to no. like... So when <laughs> fair oh, shit. No, yeah. Did you just call me fat? I mean, no, <laughs> Tim, you called yourself... Oh, it's not food, so we don't know it, obviously. In fairness, I wanted to make sure that I was, I was being like fair, so what I did is I pulled songs from the top 100 for today in 1980. So I didn't select these songs like, hey, I'm just going to like try to stump you. These are what was in like the top 10 in 1980. Okay. So I'll, that was Eddie Money... With baby, hold on to Eddie me. Money. I would not I have heard that. Yep, forever. Eddie Money. Okay, here we go. Since the eighties, I feel it's like. getting it's getting harder, guys. It's gonna it's getting harder. Here we go. I know that. All right, Madonna. It's definitely Madonna. James. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Guys. I'm gonna That's guess James. the name of the song is Do Papa it. Don't De- Preach. Yay, Tim. Tim got it. All right, I'm good job. I'm without a point here. So it's one and well, whatever. I, I make the well, whatever. Who cares? Did, did I get one? Up? Yeah, it's three and three. Whatever. Who cares? Well, the rules are made up and what? No, <laughs> <Okay>. Whose <laughs> line is it anyway? This one. 
This one. This one. Mm-hmm. Is worth 10 points because it's hard. Ooh. Here we go. I think it's from the movie Mannequin. <laughs> I'll be. Oh, I see. I was singing the wrong lyrics, too. <laughs> no idea. Nobody? Mm. 10 points, man. 10 Wait, points. Who, who, so before we get into this, sure. There's a commercial. And I, I don't know why I thought about this. There's a commercial about something being heated up in a microwave. Um, and they're playing a song in the background. And it sounds like that band. Like White Snake. Is it Boston? <laughs> it's, it's not Boston. It's not Boston. Mm. Mm-mm. Who is it? Who does the song? Oh, no, never mind. I'm not going to embarrass myself. Van Halen. Love oh, Watson. Wow. <clears throat> okay. okay. I should have known that. Yep. Two I more. I mean, I'm not used to hearing him sing like that, I guess. <clears throat> Two more. Here we go. I am not well versed in 80s. Apparently. Nah, not I at thought all. I was. It's like an I mean, 80s boy band. If you had like Jeremy and Paul here right now, they would have guessed every single one of them. Every single I mean, they're time. like, they're like ancients. So that makes sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> that is Lionel Richie dancing okay. on the What? Yep. Lionel Richie? All right. Lionel Richie's come a long ways. He has. He last, has. This is the last one. This is it. This is for all the marbles. This is for all of it. Here we go. That girl is pretty wild. No. James. Girl's a super freak. James Brown, super freak. How does he spell his name? I don't think it's James no, Brown. No, it's not James Brown, dude. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I already answered. It's Rick James. That's that's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rick James. Excuse Rick me. James. This is James that threw me off. Hey. I told you. Do I get half a point at least for that? You didn't you knew the song title. You knew the song title. I mean, I knew the artist too. I just said the it, it's name. the problem is, yeah. I mean, you're hearing it like this. You feel like you got to try to you know compete against people, so it's quick to be. Well, like, the thing is, Man. I said James first because I had to answer. Yeah, and then it made me say James Brown. You're like James Brown. I'm like, hey, right? No. It's Rick James. No, it's it's the classic Rick James. Rick James. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was fun. I suck at that. Yeah, that was Still, also anything like, newer. I'd have been okay. Well, Maybe. in fairness, I mean, those were, I mean, those were popular songs, yes, in the 1980s, but it wasn't like. They weren't like, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, it wasn't stuff that we were probably. They were phasing out. out by the time we. Were I don't know. I feel like we should have known them. <laughs> I feel like I should have known them. <laughs> I knew at least two. We'll see how you guys do on guess the song lyrics yeah, they'll, next they'll, time. They'll, yep. I'll definitely get I need to listen to more. Yeah, I'm better with people. that, I think. Yeah. We'll see. We'll listen did. to more music choice on. We did play it at a garage one night, but I think we did newer songs. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, you know, 90s and above. Yep. So good job, guys. I don't really know. Technically, it was like the way my. It was basically, it was a tie. Sure. Three, three, and one. So we'll see what we'll do next week to see who. Actually wins. Who has to eat? The rules mayonnaise. are made up and the points still matter. Yeah. Spoonful yeah. of mayonnaise. Spoonful of mayonnaise. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main topic. Let's get ridiculous. All right. So uh main topic here is um a few months back we talked about um thank you for getting the hair out of my face. What is it? <clears throat> That's the hair out, is it? Is it it's coming off your forehead? I mean, it's probably just out from underneath Sorry. the of my hat. That was very <laughs> sensual, James. Jeez. Um, so um, about, a, I don't know, a couple months back, we said, you know, what if we asked our parents or our siblings or family 
to give us a story of, you know, us being shitheads when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I sent it out to my little brother, my mom, and my dad all separately and had them all respond. And the stories, I guess this gives you a, a little bit more into us as like the hosts of the show. So you get to learn a little bit more about us. And um, I guess I'll start off. Okay. So do it. <clears throat> my mom, uh, she said that one of the things that makes her laugh the most is I was had just graduated high school, still living at home, and Sharon and I were obviously dating. And I had a, a job at Target, and I was supposed to I worked like first shift at Target. Well, Sharon's mom was out of town. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm not going to make her sleep in her apartment by herself, so I'm just going to spend the night over there. Well, that wasn't a thing at this point. And so I just, everybody thought I was going to work. I went to her house. I was just going to spend the night. And at like 3 o'clock in the morning, my phone rings, and my mom's like, where are you at? I'm at work right now. What are you talking about where am I at? Well, that's funny because your manager doesn't know that you're there because uh, they just called to find out where you were. I had called out of work. I literally called them, told them I was sick and couldn't make it in. And they still called my mom and dad's house. And she's like, nope, don't come home. They I called at my- 3 a.m.? Yeah, because it was the first shift. I mean, I worked at... So hold on. It doesn't matter. They, they called your residence at 3 a.m.? Yeah. To what? say, hey, where is the guy at? He's supposed <laughs> he to be at? here. Wake yeah. up. Yeah, I said I had to go in early to do like a truck or something like that. It was a whole cluster. So um, that was, a, that was a, the fun one that my mom sent me. My dad said he remembers a young ROTC cadet that came home from uh, school one day and in the middle of the the hallway of our house, I decided it was time for me to, that was the time I was going to buck up to dad. And so I uh, was like yelling at him, like whatever I said to him, Can you get off the, get off the couch, get in my face, stay to my face. And, oh, you know, we'll, we'll show you what it's going to be like. And he said, by the grace of God, he was calm and level-headed and didn't get up because he would have, you know, put me in the hospital. But I distinctly remember him looking at my mom and saying, if I get off this couch, there's going to be one thing that happens. And are you going to call the ambulance for him? Or do I need to call it after I get done with him? You know what? That was super intimidating. Because <laughs> I, I looked, I'm like, uh, <laughs> shit, what did I just do? <laughs> That's awesome. And then the, uh, the coolest story of all this was my little brother. So back a while back, um, a couple of many episodes ago, we talked about how at some point I stopped. My little brother would split time between my sister and I during the summer. Mm-hmm. And at some point I said, okay, it doesn't matter. He's just going to come with me every day because you're being a brat and staying at home on the days that you have them. And uh, so we were seven years apart. Well, in my neighborhood, I grew up with a bunch of kids somewhat close in age, about three-year difference probably, maybe, well, seven years for my brother to myself, but there's people even older than me that I hung out with. And we did everything together. And the guy, so in my this older school neighborhood, my backyard butted up to another person's backyard. And he and his brother were my best friends. So I'd walk out of my back door, run through my backyard, run through his backyard, walk in his back door. Mm-hmm. Well, his dad and mom wanted to build a deck or a porch on the back of the house. And so one summer, you know, for a week, all the neighborhood boys built this deck with his dad. So like he just got free labor. 
Child we, labor. I'll child labor. <laughs> and we built this second story uh, deck. It was a pretty big deck. And when it got done, we were all like, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to spend the night out here. And we're all camp out on this deck. Well, my little brother, being seven years younger than me, was with all the shenanigans. Well, there was a kid in the neighborhood who was probably three or four years older than him, three or four years younger than me. And he was talking so much junk to my brother that whole night. And the next morning, we wake up and they're back at it. And I'm like, dude, you know what you guys should do? You should just fight. You should just fight and get this over with. <laughs> it's the best way to settle it. Right. Just, just fight. <laughs> and so the kid that was older than my brother looked at me. He's like, no, because if I hit your brother, you're going to beat my ass. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. But y'all should go ahead and fight and let's see what happens. Yeah. And so the, my buddy Steven, a year or two older than me, he's like, no, nah, I got an idea. They handcuffed me to a ladder and threw the ladder over the side of the deck. <laughs> so I've got a ladder attached to my wrist and it's oh. on the ground two stories down. So it's, I'm not supporting the weight, yeah. but it's on the ground, but it's a step ladder that's extended and it's two stories tall. Well, everybody clears out. So now we're using the deck like an octagon. And then Adam and my little brother, Justin, start to fight. Oh boy. Well, Adam was about to wreck my little brother. And I don't know where it came from. But I grabbed that rung of that ladder and I just threw it like up in the air and the top legs, one leg was broken off. And I ripped that ladder up and over the side of the deck and I punched that kid, Adam, in the face with the ladder, <laughs> with the leg that was still there. <clears throat> I, just, I mean, full weight of the ladder just swinging at him, bah, just smash him in his face with it. <laughs> well, it ended the fight and... My buddy Steven jumped on me. He's like, man, you're supposed to stay out of this. You can't do this. I'm like, get off me, man. You know, whatever. So we get done. I'm still pissed. And yeah. this kid Adam's trying to, uh, like, be cool. And he walks up to me. He's like, man, are we going to be cool after this? Are we going to be cool after this? I said, of course. And I reached in to shake his hand, and I just fucking knocked his ass out. <laughs> I just <laughs> did with my no ladder this time. Straight fist. It's funny with the things that will go through to protect our younger siblings. Yeah. Because I definitely have like a kind of a, a memory just like that. We were playing backyard football with some people in the neighborhood and some kid like blindsided my little brother. My little brother was probably like, let's see, I was probably 15, 14, 15 at the time. So he was probably nine or 10. And this kid was a little bit older. Like he was my grade. And so he had like blindsided my brother and my brother was hurt and crying on the ground. And boy, I saw red. And when this kid had turned around, and I had played football at the time. I speared him so <laughs> you hard. You Goldberg him. <laughs> I speared him so hard it knocked him out. Mm. And so I just lay, he laid on the ground. I just stood over top of him. I said, Don't you ever, ever in your life try something like that on somebody's younger sibling ever again. <laughs> and I went over to my little brother and picked him up. I said, Let's go home. Yeah. And I just took him home. You know, I got him an ice pack and stuff like that. But, like, if anybody ever messed with my little brother, man, I saw red. I didn't care how old they were. You're yeah. getting it. You were getting it. Very cool. But those are those are funny stories, man. That's You, you end up pulling the, the mom strength, pulling that ladder up and just swinging it like you're Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that mom strength. He said strength. after that he, it, it felt like he, he never had to worry about a thing because he knew. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to let nothing happen. <laughs> no, big brothers ain't going to let anything happen to your younger siblings. What you got, Nick? 
Man, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up. I was gonna. I was gonna try and tell you a funny story about just my life. So then, do it. It's kind of funny in general, but okay. But man, I can't follow that up. I don't have anything crazy like that. Um, I mean, dude, I don't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to read. I don't want to read what I wrote down. But so, I guess I'll this one story. I'll tell you like how I broke my wrist because this was kind of a weird thing, but. I had bought a mountain bike and I decided to go out and try it out for kind of the first time. <laughs> okay. You got to calm down. Shit. You got to calm So I, I go on this trail and I'm, I'm probably like three or four miles into it at this point. And I'm really, I'm really trying to be active and I, I thought it'd be good for me, a good workout. I really like doing it. Um, so I get his bike and I get to the back of this section of trail and like Matthews, like down, downtown Matthews. And there's this little jump section. I'm like, man, this is what I should try. I remember <laughs> as a kid, Dude, as a kid, I was invincible. I could jump mm-hmm. over anything. I would jump over, you know, the big trash cans you put on the road, the big bins. I would set those up vertically on the, like in the street, and then we'd build this ramp that was like three feet tall. We'd jump over them and land in the yard like 20 feet away, and it was fine. And if you fell, you fell in the pine straw, you were fine. Get up. Sure. Um, we had like a quarter pipe. You fall on that thing, don't even have a helmet on, you're fine. It doesn't matter. But now I've got scrambled brains and a broken <laughs> wrist. And, and so here's how I broke my wrist. I get on this this little path and I go over it real slow a couple of times and there's probably like eight or 10 little jumps in a row, a couple of tabletop things and some real steep ones. And I'm like, man, they're not that tall. They're probably four or five feet tall at the max. And you don't, you don't really go that fast over them. And it's not like you're jumping multiple. You're just doing one at a time. So for me, I'm like, man, after twice through it, I'm going to record this. And so I got on, I don't remember what it was, uh, either, whatever it was, Facebook or something. I've recorded on my phone. And I was going to send it to my wife, like, hey, look, I'm a badass. Like, I can do this. So I set the phone down, and I get a video of me coming up over the hill. You see it coming, like, the first 20 seconds lead up of me, all these jumps in between. I get to the very last one, and I got distracted. And this mom and kid come out of the woods out of nowhere. And there's this, it's right at the end of the very last jump, and there's this mom and her kid come out of the woods. And I'm like, damn, they're going to be right in my way when I land if they go to the right. So it just distracts me, and I don't go off the jump straight. I end up landing on a crooked wheel in the front. I flip over the handle. I freaking crashed a bike, dude. And when I go down, it's not like I flipped over the bars and really landed that hard, but I put my arm down. And when I did, it just snapped my wrist. I was like, man, it kind of hurt a little bit. So I got up, and I tried to play it off. And it was like this little 10-year-old kid and his mom. They're like, oh, you almost had it. You did it, dude. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, it kind of hurts. But I, I thank you guys. I just didn't want to whatever. So I get up and I try to pick my bike up with my my left wrist, which is the one I actually broke. And I didn't know I'd broken it. I thought I just sprained it. And I can't hardly pick the bike up, so I about drop it again. I pick it back up. I end up walking over to the side. I cut the camera off, first of all, because that's, that's just like BS embarrassing. <laughs> um, and so I end up, I was like three or four miles into the trail. I had to ride back out and I had this wrist thing. So I get back to the car. I can't hardly put the bike on the rack. And then I finally get out. And my dumbass, I don't go to the doctor. I'm like, man, it's fine. I just sprained it. It's fine. It feels like I sprained it. Two days later, my hand is so swollen, I can't hardly move it. My wife, being an x-ray tech at the time, she's like, you should probably get an x-ray. Like, you might have, whatever. It's your wrist. Like, it's pretty tight quarters in there. You got a lot of swelling. And if something were to be off in there and it doesn't set right, you're kind of messed up for life, right? So I go get an x-ray. The doctor comes in, you know, 10 minutes later. So, yeah, well, you know, why'd you come in today? Well, my wrist hurts. My wife said I should come get it checked out. Turns out you broke it. So it's a good thing you came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I guess I fractured 
one of the actual arm bones, like the the radius or the ulna, one of the two of those. I, I fractured one of those near the end of it where the wrist connects. Not one of the little tiny wrist bones you would think you'd break. So I was in a cast for like three weeks. The moral of the story is I went to a bachelor party in Tampa a couple weeks later, and I was still in the cast. And I was really bummed about it because I'm in this cast. We're at the beach. I can't go eat in the pool. I can't hang out with the guys, whatever. But, man, that cast gets you so much attention at a bachelor party. <laughs> oh, I bet. But it's really hard to ride those bird scooters through Tampa. Yeah. With the broken with cast hand. At 2 in the morning, drunk as hell. So uh, uh, that's all I got, man. I thought I'd share that one. but That's a pretty good one. How many times do you get, uh, How like, how many times did someone ask you? How'd you break? Because I hate that. Like, every time someone sees you with the cast on, it's like, hey, how'd you break your arm? What happened? I felt so stupid saying it. I'm like, man, yeah. I actually you felt re- stupid. I actually recorded it because I thought I was being cool, and no, it wasn't. Uh, it was pretty bad. You felt stupid. Imagine breaking your leg walking on grass. <laughs> Just walking. Oh, that yeah. was stupid. And someone's like, <laughs> what'd you do to your leg? I'm like, oh, well, you're not going to believe this story. I don't want to tell that story on this podcast. I have Dude, more funny stories the, to tell. The weird thing is my wrist was such a minute fracture. My wife can look at it. Like I said, she's an x-ray tech. She can look at the x-ray and be like, yeah, it looks like you, you broke it right here. Me, I look at it. I'm like, it looks like a normal ass bone. Like it yeah. looks fine to me. I can't tell the difference. But your leg in the x-ray oh, would have tell been us, bro. catastrophic. <laughs> catastrophic injuries, right. <laughs> it would have been was horrible. Messed up. When they, they showed me the x-ray and I looked at it, I was like, Oh boy, that's gonna take a while to heal. And I asked the the doc, I was like, "Hey, how how long do you think that injury is gonna be?" He said, "That's a that's a year long recovery, my friend." And I was just like, "Oh man!" And it's still like to this day. I mean, it hasn't been a year yet. October fifteenth, it'll be an entire year. Oh, dude, the anniversary is coming. The up. anniversary is oh, coming. Hell. Up. Yep, it is. Yep. You guys up for a game in backyard football? Mm-hmm. Well, the big <laughs> the, yeah. Well, the big test is gonna be next month, October. Because you always dress up as a certain character mm-hmm. and you always run around the neighborhood. So that's going to be. Don't run. One. I don't run. Because he doesn't run. That's a lie. I've seen you run, though. Like you you actually do run. Oh, yeah. For the teenagers? Yeah. yeah I'll yeah, chase yeah, him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's going to be the chase. how the ankle feels. Because, you know, no one knows where we live, but like our neighborhood is dark. They perf- they don't put lights in here and there's no telling if there's any like little dips in the grass. Mm-hmm. or So that's going to be interesting for you to. Well, I've been working up to that yeah. point because I'm at the gym every single day. So running on the treadmill with an, with a grade on it. So, okay, you know, I'll be ready. Noise. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> so I, got, I got some funny stories for you guys. And so, I mean, I, I, I didn't have a really chance to talk to my mom about funny stories. She's been in the hospital kind of sick and. Thankfully, she she made a really good turn, and she's actually back home now. Uh, she was in the hospital for two weeks, so I just want to leave her alone for now, and you know, sure. just let her recu- recover. So, um, Allie actually brought up two really funny stories that I totally forgot about, probably because I blocked them out of my mind. Now, so the way Allie and I met was at Chili's. We worked together at Chili's, and we just became really good friends, and we started dating. And so, the time that we were working at Chili's, we were partners. You know, we had the same section, so on and so forth. We take care of the same people, and we'd help each other out. So, there was a there was a time that I remember where I came into work, and I had a pair of jeans. You know, like when you're when they you're working at just right, huh? Nothing. They did Sorry. fit just right. I was upset about this. <laughs> so when you work at Chili's, you know, you wear jeans, black non-slip shoes, and like a Chili shirt. This is like margaritas or something on it, you know, and so. My manager used to get on me all the time about the bottom of my pants, like the the cuffs of my pants on the bottom were always frayed, and it was like against the uniform policy that these these pants were frayed. And she used to give me a hard time about it, and so she had given me a hard time about it one day when I came in. I says, "Well, when you buy me new pants, is when I'll come in with 
non-frayed pants because I'm a server. I don't have time to go out and buy another $40 pair of jeans. You know what I'm saying? Or the money for it. So I got to work. I literally had just clocked in and I had bent down to tie my shoe. And boy, I ripped them jeans oh, no. from the crotch all the way down past my knee on the left oh, leg. Oh, my God. Wide <clears throat> open tear. Past the knee. Dude, I bent down and used her. That's a bad, that's a bad <laughs> I sound. I was like, oh, no. And my buddy, Tom, love this guy. He was standing behind me. He said, did you just, did you just rip your pants? I said, yep. And I showed him, and it was like, you could literally see my boxers. That's how oh bad it was. I was like, do you think I'd get away with just, you know, like, wearing my apron over it? He's like, nah, dude. <laughs> He's like, you bend over, that's it. That's Everyone it. Can see everything. Yeah, that's it. And uh, at the time, I'm like, oh, man, I don't have any cash on me or anything. Like, he was like, hold on. He opened up his wallet. He gave me 50 bucks. There was a Target across the street. He said, go across the street to the Target and buy yourself a pair of pants. So I had to walk across the street with these ripped pants. <laughs> to buy some, oh my gosh. <laughs> to buy some walk through Target all the way to the men's section. You know where the men's section is mm-hmm. in Target. It's all the way in always the, the, the back, back corner. The very back, yeah. Always at the very back of the store. So I walked to the back of the store and people just staring at me because my boxers hanging out in big rip in my, my pants. And I just grab like <laughs> I'm like, okay, this size is good. I just grab it and I walk up to the self-checkout and buy that. Um and so that was my first uh wardrobe malfunction. My second wardrobe malfunction now you know, you guys, like, when, when you clean your clothes, you know, you get that static electricity sometimes if you don't mm-hmm. put, like, those static balls in the dryer or whatever. So uh, I had some bad static electricity one time. I just pulled my pants out of the dryer and went to work, you know, because most of the time, like, when you're you're done working at Chili's, your clothes stank. Like, they smell like grease, that grease and chips, oil salsa, all this. It's disgusting. Mm. So I usually wash my pants every single time I had a shift. I'd just come home, throw all that stuff in the washer and be done with it. Well, I was rushing to get to work because I just got home from school. So I grabbed my pants at the dryer, threw them on. Allie and I drove to work. We get to work or whatever. And I had been at work for probably about two hours at this point. And I was like getting some chips for a table or something like that. And I was just walking through the kitchen. I felt something like in my pant leg. And I was like, what the hell is that? And I like kicked my leg out a little bit. I'm like, what the hell is in my pants? <laughs> my freaking boxers <laughs> fall out of the jeans in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> People are walking through the kitchen and chilies about boxers. It happens though. <laughs> Has it ever happened to you? Or no. you put on a pair of pants and like a sock is stuck inside the pants leg? No. Or, okay. Or like your wife's panties. Well, I was about to say, that's, <laughs> I, that's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Dude, I'm way too OCD for that. I, I care way too. Like when I put my clothes up, it's yes. literally, I shake them out. I take everything. I Everything's the right side. I don't even put my clothes. Yeah, if you have a, time in, for it. I don't even put my clothes in a washer inside out. Like all my stuff is... We know Man, that you're right. anal about how your clothes are. We, we've heard stories about your drawers. Oh yeah, yeah. Not your pants, but you know the drawers you put your them Chester in. Your Chester drawers. Oh, yeah. Your Chester drawers. I don't even. That's have awesome. I didn't have time for that. I was like, I just grabbed a pair of pants with the dryer, threw them on with the work, and then just shimmied my leg, and out come my America, boxers. Dude, that's awesome. And I so at least three people saw it, and I picked them up real quick, and I walked over Allie because she was standing at the little like key uh, like kiosk thing where you check people's orders in, and I said, "Where's your purse?" And she's like, "It's over there." Why? I was like. I put these in it and I show my boxers. She's like, Oh my God. She thought you'd just take it off at work. Put them in her purse. <laughs> Did you have an accident, James? She's <laughs> like, What is going on here? Oh but my gosh. Embarrassing stories for sure. But I thought, I mean, I don't really get embarrassed like that. I just find it hilarious. I'm like, Wow, that really just happened to me? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just my boxers fall out my pants. Whatever. It's fine. 
wardrobe malfunctions. What are you going to do? I'm glad that that Allie wasn't. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm glad that Allie wasn't uh, d- dating anyone. Or could you get? Could you imagine like us? Like maybe we're dating someone at that time, and you come home and like you know maybe I have my book bag with me from the restaurant, and like my girlfriend at the time or something opens my bag to grab something, and she's like, "You want to explain why there's a pair of panties in here?" And you're like, "So funny story." Well, no, no way, <laughs> no story. way. If you work at Chili's and a waitress that was with you like hey can i put my underwear in your bag oh, and you yeah. weren't dating her you'd there's no way you'd be like uh-uh uh, like, you nah, have to, nah, nah, you nah. have to figure something else <laughs> out that's that's in the no way, jose you walk up to a random table hey take, can you take can you my hide these for you? take oh, take my yeah. underwear for me real quick i mean I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story about that off air <laughs> all right that's fine that'll be on the patreon episodes uh, yeah when those, we open a patreon those were awesome thank you yeah you're welcome do you have <laughs> a story about your funny life. No, you can pretty much tune into all the last 20 episodes to find <laughs> talk about the funniness. <laughs> to find all of those uh, embarrassing <laughs> stories between uh, all the shit I did or stealing citizenship awards. Just go back and just do the archive. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Just that. do Saltino <laughs> Company on demand. And just, just listen there to it go. from there. Those are awesome, guys. Thank you for sharing. I always love hearing. Of course, we know that our listeners love hearing us not talk shit about other people but they want to hear us talk shit about ourselves absolutely and you guys didn't did not disappoint thanks for listening to salt table company podcast keep up the liking and sharing and following all that good stuff of course uh we appreciate it the fellas say thank you thank, thank you, you. Thanks, thanks, we appreciate it guys sign us off for this episode good night nomies have a great night sweet dreams stay salty everybody <laughs> <laughs>